Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Tea with Stee. In this episode, you're going to meet a lady who has been building her personal brand for the best part of 30 years. It's full, packed, jammed, whatever you want to call it, of value. Welcome to the Tea with Stee podcast with me, your host, Stephen Thompson. This is the show dedicated to helping you find your heart brand, your purposeful and profitable personal brand. I believe that everyone has a heart brand. It's their authentic self to drive growth in themselves and those around them, which has a positive impact in our world. We are in a who era. The who is being unapologetically you, and that is your heart brand. So join me in impacting one billion lives. Now let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the um, next episode of um, Tea with Stee. We're on the podcast today with Diane Riney, and Diane has been a really good friend of mine now for many years, and I find it absolutely fascinating. Um, so I'm actually not going to say a lot. I'm just going to dive right into Diane because she is on the line. How are you doing, Diane? I'm good. How are you? I'm very, very well. Now, we've been friends now for, for actually about four or five years. It's got to be. Yeah, it has. And, it, you know, it's funny. We... We met actually via business initially, wasn't it? Yeah, um, Twitter. Yeah, and um, and you know, God, thank God, Twitter. You know, it, it, it created and formed a great relationship. So yes, and I actually, it was when you were just starting your business, wasn't yeah. it? Literally, it was more of an idea, but you was very clear about what you wanted to do. And look at this now, Mr. Successful, doing your thing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, that was, in that case then, that was re- literally six years ago because we started Big Daddy in, uh, six years ago um, and I was still at the radio station. I was building my personal brand then and I was then, this is, so this is, the, yeah, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. So this, what, what I was doing was I was stalking other people with successful personal brands and you happened to be one of them. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, and, and yeah, and as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Diane, for all my um, my listeners, can you just tell us about who Diane is? Uh, yeah, let me. I, I think I need to ask myself that this morning. Um, do you know what? I am just someone who came from a council estate, always had a vision to do well. And always wanted to give back because I just think, you know, I wasn't grown, drawn or raised with a silver spoon in my mouth. And my mum was all about working hard, but having a vision, but always remembering your journey. And as as I say to people now is remember why you started. And yeah. um, I had always, even from a child, not known it was called marketing or PR or anything like that, but was always interested in brands and why people choose one brand over another and just stuff um later on you know wind it forward it it, then you know I realized it was marketing and PR and communications I really love the communication piece because I love English always have done um I think language is powerful so powerful um and it's always something I wanted to be involved in um so I actually did uh Uh, my master's in business and marketing um, and then went on to do a course in journalism Um, and I remember saying I really want to start a PR and marketing agency and I remember when I looked out there and I I started my company in my in my in my very very early 20s and um, I just remember thinking god there's a lot of people in marketing what I mean like what what could I do that was different I wanted to be a big fish in a small pond and um I decided that I'm all about respecting difference um and I started I was the first believe it or not the first ever um agency to specialize in what now is a very buzzword, diversity. Um, but I would do it from the standpoint of marketing and communications. It was your marketing and communications planned inclusive. You know, did it deal with racism? Did it deal with um, disability, gender, all these stuff? This was way be- before now. So I was well ahead of the curve. 
And I remember I used to spend more time explaining to these big corporates why I thought that their advertising had to be more inclusive and all these kinds of things. Yeah. I spent more time talking about diversity and inclusion than actually selling. Okay. <laughs> you know, so, but once I actually, they really got to understand the concept and what real inclusiveness and diversity was about, I then, you know, um, got the job. And yeah, it, 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 to be honest, it spiraled. You know, I'd be won awards very early. Um, I think it's because we was the only one at yeah. the time, to be honest with you. And I just loved making a difference. I loved dealing with issues where people would say, I now feel part of something. Um, okay. And I think that's powerful. Um, so, yeah, so that, that was many moons ago. My, you know, um, and, and at the time we were called 15 degrees because I would say I would say to people that we will get you the first 15 degrees of the foundation of your business and the rest will always follow and basically it was telling them that if you have your foundation right then you know it's much harder to then topple that house um and yeah so now you know how many years later we've got offices around the world um doing what we what what we love um so yeah, that's a bit about me. But then again, also, you know, my 30s, I went back and did a doctorate. Um, so I trained actually as a psychiatrist. Um, and because I, I love communications, human behaviour. And people say, oh, God, marketing, psychiatry, psychology, so different. I said, actually, it isn't. You know, marketing is about consumer behaviour, whereas I deal with human behaviour. Yeah. Um, and and really wanted to do something which really gave gives back so that's me in a real nutshell that that's who I am that's what I do that's what I love and and now I think in my you know you know now a little bit older mm-hmm. a lot of the work I really specialize in is within women and children I'm a, a very big campaigner advocate and a lot of our work now because our 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 our, our my, I've got two brands, very distinct brands. There's Dine Riney, which is me, um, where I coach, mentor, guide, campaign, really around women and children. But, you know, just people about trying to ensure you're your best self, to be honest. Okay. Um, and that is different for different people, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and then my um, what was 15 degrees is now Naked Truth PR. We only do social impact, social causes type PR and, and, and marketing um, um, programs. Um, so, yeah, it, we've, I've really come full circle, but I absolutely love what I do. That is epic, Diane. So what you've you see, what we've done is uh, we because we <laughs> it's funny, and I'm sure the listeners will pick up on it because we know each other so well. We've just dived in, just dived into having a brew and a chat. <laughs> yeah. um, and what I should have said was, so let's start from the beginning, Diane. So I want to pick up on a couple of things that you've said in there. You said about your personal brand and how you coach and mentor, and then you mm-hmm. talked about how your agency started really early on. So mm-hmm. for those who haven't quite picked up yet, because and it's my fault, no one else's. Um, Tell us about what you do as a business, please. I know we've touched well, on it in there. Yeah, yeah, as a business, what we do is offer marketing and PR strategies, campaigns yep. for businesses who have a social message or a social cause. So it can be an individual or it can be a business. So um, let's say we've worked on campaigns like prostate cancer. global warming domestic violence poverty homelessness um um, blood.co.uk i could go on and on and on yeah um we worked on things uh, many moons ago we're trying to get more diversity into the army into the police force okay um uh, we do have worked on campaigns or um communication strategy in regards to youth crime yeah um entrepreneurism so it doesn't matter what it is but it has to be a cause but really 
is going to give back to the community that we all live in and, and society. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. I would say we are agents of change Love and it. how we do that is via communications. That is awesome. That's really awesome. The way I, I very similar for Big Daddy, what we've done um, over the last sort of 12 months is we've decided we've really had a good look at ourselves because mm-hmm. The, the landscape within marketing, especially in social media, is changing. Everybody, like you said, when you started, there was, oh, there's loads of PR and marketing agencies. And I'm like, yeah. And right now in, in 2019, coming into 2020, everyone is a social media guru. And it frustrates me because actually, no, they're not. They've gone online. They've done a few courses um, and then they're taking money off people. And I see people getting it wrong so much. But to be fair or credit in some respects, because that's exactly how I started. You know, I but I, what, what I did first and what we still claim to do and we still do is that we test everything on ourselves first so that actually we're the full guy. We break it on us before we go and put it on somebody else, because the, it's very much like when someone joins your team or you even you have a child. You know, I don't ask anyone to do anything that I wouldn't do. And yeah, it's, exactly. And it's and it's it sounds like the same for you guys as well. So how has your your personal brand developed or did you do did you, the question i've got is how did your personal brand develop or did the business develop as a result of your personal brand of who diane I, is i i think it was a combination and i think it was organic mm-hmm. some of the things that have happened i would love to claim that i sat down came up with this great vision and strategy and 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 it's now come to fruition uh no some of it has definitely been organic. I think it's a lot for me has been about trust. People have seen that we've been around a long time. They have grown to trust me as a brand. Yeah. Um, and that in turn, they have trusted the business as a brand. So for me, I would definitely say it has been my personal brand based on a lot of speaking and stuff I do in regards to social change and campaigning and activism and then that has led to them understanding my business objectives as a company and as that brand because they're one in the same in a lot of ways because my visions my beliefs what I stand for and believe in is what my company does and everything that we do, every campaign, we never take on campaigns that we don't believe in. Um, And there'll be certain people that we would turn down because it doesn't gel with our ethos, our values. Um, So yeah, and, and and it's difficult. And sometimes, if I'm being totally honest, because my personal brand and my business brand are so entwined yeah it has it sometimes can be difficult to manage and if i was to say as a business owner of 30 years now it's one of the things that can i say i've definitely mastered it and got my head around it probably not it's difficult because i'm so passionate about change i'm so passionate about um, and an advocate I hate injustice so yeah. because I feel so passionate about that as an individual as my own personal brand that seeps into everything we do in, as a business epic so when you see it, there's so many similarities but I'm you're you know you're 30 years in the industry and I'm I'm six Mm-hmm. And and people say people say to me, you know, you've only been in this business six years. I say, yeah, I have only been in business six years. So, and, and people question, well, you know, how do you think you, you can do our marketing and how do you think you can understand it? I say, well, I've, I've been in the business for six years and it's been my life for six years. But actually, everything we do is is what I've is what I've tried and tested. Um, mm. And actually, and I and I beg the question to people, do you have a personal brand now? Do you run your own social media now? And they go, well, no, of course I don't. That's why we've got you in. I say, exactly. Because <laughs> people's like, it's, you know, when, when police officers go out on the streets, you know, you don't know that they've only been in for one year, two years, three years, but they've, they, over a period of time, we develop a set of skills and yours have, have been, you know, have nurtured over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So what, what advice would you give to people listening who have, who are building a personal brand now, have a business, but I sort of, I suppose in, 
2019 has been a real transition of change for a lot of people yeah, and, and, in many ways and we're mm-hmm. yeah and we're going into a new decade in 2020 so what do you wish you had known when you started out that you could tell our listeners um it's an interesting one because the one thing I would say is very key in any business and anybody wanted to start you know and I think you have as I you know it's come full circle when I started I said remember why you started yeah I think it's very key and I think one of the key things and as my twin girls tell me it's an old-fashioned word is about um being authentic and having integrity because sometimes people start businesses and actually it's not their passion it's not their love and that's okay you might have certain businesses that are just to make money and have residual income but if you're a bit if you're starting a business it's something that you're you're passionate about you have to remain authentic with yourself because I generally feel the brand then will not last it won't work yeah. um and have integrity and, and I know it sounds like like a, a, a word you think oh but you know treat people as you want to be treated mm-hmm. you yeah. know you know you want to get paid make sure when, when when people have sent you an invoice you pay your invoices do you know yeah. it's all these kind of reciprocal things and I think businesses is about a bit like you and I for me the reason why some staff I've had for 29 years yeah yeah um is because one we share the same values which I think is very very important Yep. But my word is my bond, mm. you know, and I think whatever you say you're going to go out to do, you, you you must live by that. And if for any reason you can't do it, have that communications. And it's about ble- building relationships. Business is all about forming relationships. And even with social media, market, I mean, that's my area, you know, with all these things that we have around us people still buy from people and I'm sorry yeah. I don't think that's ever going to change so a lot of times when I meet and I'll say you know I have no problem having a conference call and all this but if it's I have not met you yet I need to sit down and meet you face to face I need to feel your energy I need to look into your eyes I need to know are you really serious and genuine are we going to gel as people as business because to me those relationships you form are going to be key moving your business forward it's lovely that you've touched on that because i can actually vouch for your authenticity right now because we talk about authenticity and it's a key thing for you it's very key for me it's in our it's in our our core values authenticity yeah yeah, and, and growth and what's really interesting is we had this conversation five six years ago and we actually met was it saint albans we met in we met in a coffee no, we shop, didn't we? Went, yeah, no, it was someone you suggested it was someone I've never been before. It wasn't St Albans, but it was some little village and we went in a coffee shop anyway. <laughs> yeah, we met in a coffee shop and then we literally sat down and we said, Right, okay, we want to see the colour of each other's eyes. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. And it was, it was that. And it was like so I think it's half between halfway between you and me. And then the next time we met, we met in was it was at Stansted Airport and we and we yeah. video interviewed you. Yeah, that's um, it. and then and then me and Sarah, we came down and did some training with you. And it's with just the office, been that. Yeah, yeah, yeah the and the staff. And mm. Yeah. And it's just evolved from there. And I think it's, it's exactly like we dis- we've discussed before. It's how this podcast is. If I can sit and have a conversation with somebody and literally can have a share a pot of tea and get on with them and have that level of, I suppose, intimacy. No, it then is. I, it is. Then actually I, we can do business together. Yeah, you because know, I just we, think these days people, because of social media, which I think is great, like anything, everything has its negative and its positive. And I always say social media is absolutely needed, is absolutely fantastic, is a, a key marketing and PR tool if used right. And that's yeah. the key, if used right. But even though I have met, like I met you, through social media I also say that you still have to have that one-to-one personal relationship with people who you are going to go into 
I know, excuse the the saying, but you're going to go into bed with because yeah. that's what you're you're doing. You're going into business, and let's be honest, especially at these very very times of austerity, who we do business with is even more key yes. than ever before. Absolutely. So, what what projects are you working on at the moment, Diane? Actually, at the moment, I'm on project reevaluating where I am at the moment. Ah. Um, and so, what it, it, we still would do PR, but it's going to be in a different form. So, okay. I um, want to tell stories through. So, I'm going down more the digital marketing. Yeah. Um, so. I will still be doing PR, but I will tell those PR stories through video, through visual. Um, so we're just changing that because I think when you can watch someone's feelings, you can connect with them. Yeah. And I think it's a better way of communications because in some ways we've become so about emails and and some of these people, you'll think, God, I don't even know what this person looks like, you know. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back and bring back that visual where you feel like you can really connect. You can watch the person on screen and actually see their pain, see their happiness, see their excitement, understand. And it will help with being authentic, that people can see, actually, this is a real person with real issues. And, and and I want to be a part and support and help that person in whatever that campaign or story they have to tell. So, yeah, just, so it's a whole, you know, it's, and it's not about a New Year's resolution because I believe every every day I learn something new. And I think I'm always evaluating things. I mean, I've come to you about my social media because you get to yeah. a stage where you think <clears throat> you think, OK, but where am I now? And I am one of the things I am good at what I do. Actually, yep. I'm fantastic at what I do. <laughs> but there's things that I don't do and don't want to. So I yes. would go to someone like you who is, uh, you know, you love or hate the word, an expert or a specialist, yep. let's say. Let's say yeah, my mum likes area. the word specialist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, in, in, in that area. And that is when, and that is also about growth knowing when to delegate stuff that you are not good at because you can't be good at everything no you cannot be good at everything and yes most of us all have social media accounts but don't mean you're good at it <laughs> you know don't mean you're good at it i'm i'm terrible i'm i just about remember to I need to do something. I need to post something, you know. <laughs> and do you know what though? It's love. I love the fact that you you're so honest around that because we get so many people coming to us, um, and they are afraid to be honest. And you know, and a lady of your stature, your, your presence, your mm -hmm. you know, your your online branding, you say, well, actually, I'm not very good at social media. Oh no, um, I, and, and, I actually and hate sometimes... it to be honest. <laughs> for my, and the reason I say that I hate it for myself. If it's to do with my clients, yep. And I suppose I'm great, but my own. It's like it's hard to be telling people from yourself that you're great. Yeah. It just don't feel right to me. Do you know what I mean? It just don't feel right. And that's why it's good to have other people who can see key things that they can pull out and show the world. And as much as I'm good, I'm great with my clients, but for myself, I'm not very good at all. And that's why I hold my hands up. And that's also about being a great business person is being able to sit down look in the mirror and say where am I with my business and with my brand what am I good at and sometimes we're not very good at celebrating our wins because there are things that we're all good at yeah you know and that's okay to shout it I know it's a bit British you know stiff upper lip but me being um my American um, influences I I can be like yeah no I I actually that, that I'm good at this that project I did was amazing we smashed it you know but then being able to take those wins and push them out there I'm not very good because then it comes across as arrogant and I'm not arrogant 
So that's why I think it's great to involve other people, whether it's social media, whether it's, you know, we all get accountants. Can I do maths? Yes. Can I do finances? Yes. Am I a specialist in it? No. Do I want to do it? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) That's the same conversation I've had with my accountant (laughs) on Wednesday. So I need to employ someone who can work on my behalf, look after my interests, and, and keep it moving. And that's what I think people need to understand, that as you grow, you have to learn to delegate, not just within about staff, but some of your services or some of the things that you need to continue to be successful. Absolutely. It's really, I'm, I'm really pleased that you've come onto this subject because, you know, we have lots of people in my Facebook group, Tea with Steve, and there's lots of people that I coach and they hate talking about their wins. They feel like you say, if it comes across as, um arrogant and mm-hmm. people are gonna think i've got an ego and this that, and the other and in all honesty that's how i got a lot of my haters when i really first started business because because uh, for where i you know i'm based in, in norwich in norfolk and norfolk is no disrespect to it, it's a beautiful place and i love norwich but what we find is because we're so out on the edge of things you know we literally we've only just had our one road into the county um dual carriage way you know we've, it's oh now it's only the last few years been been two roads and it's norfolk is a destination rather than something you pass through <laughs> so therefore it, not a lot comes our way and we rely on the internet but when you come out of the city you know most people a lot of people are still reading papers and are still listening to fm radio so when i started on the scene um you know six years ago and was talking about personal brand and promotion and this that and the other everyone thought it was a, it was arrogance where it wasn't it was communication and i came mm. from a i came from 10 years in the police so understood how to communicate with whether it's the little old lady who runs the corner shop or whether it's the little old lady who runs the country you know i've had dealings with each one of those types of people and everyone in between so i was confident to communicate but when it comes to communicating online people think you just post something and that's it you wait for the customers to come and it's not that way. And, and the fact that you're talking about storytelling and moving your PR um, into digital format and and sharing these experiences via video is really, really refreshing. So I, I can't wait to get this episode out so that people can hear and say, do you know what? We don't like shouting about ourselves, but it's important to use what we've been given. No, it really and it really is. It really is. And I, I, I just think as well, I just. You know, let's be honest, we, you, we all have our up days and we have our bad days. Business is not easy, you know, and on many levels, it can be a very lonely place. Yeah. Trust me, it can be a very, very lonely place. Um, for me, I have responsibility of other people's mortgages and, you know, and lifestyles. Um, and you have to constantly always be keeping up with the trends. I mean, social media and all that, I, I, I mean, I just about cope, you know. And I say to people, when I started, you know, social media didn't even exist. You yeah. know, didn't even exist. So I, what did I have to do after doing master's, doctorate? I had to retrain. I had to go and do a course. As much as I still don't want to do it because I'm not a specialist, but I did a course to understand what additional um, different tactics I was going to give to my clients to ensure that they were constantly at the cutting edge of what we do and what they do. So it's really important uh, to, and and I just think always train, always retrain, even if it's just a, a, a little online course, read, read, read and read again. One of the books I would tell everybody as a business person, as a person in general, yep. one of the biggest books for me out of all these business, but it isn't actually in a business book. It was um, Black Box Thinking. Okay. And what Black Box Thinking talks about, it talks about, it looks at this word, which we're all very scared of called failure yep. and how it isn't failure you know and it's lessons learned it's all about lessons learned and if you look at something like a a scientist we just see when the scientist has 
got the cure of penicillin or, or or cure of whatever disease or do you know what I mean? That's what yep. we see. Yep. But we haven't seen the thousands of times of experiments that didn't work. Yeah. But he that scientist has to go through all of that has to go through all of that to then get the success and it's really interesting because everyone thinks if i fail i'm going to be judged and i must get this right first time you know what if somebody constantly gets things got things right first time i would be worried yeah because you haven't learned and in life let's be honest in life you have to have light and dark yin and yang sunshine storm you have to go through these things because think of it if i constantly had sunshine why would i appreciate it yeah and that's what life is that's what business is if i i I could tell you how many times if we're going to use the word failed i have fallen over and you know but because i've fallen over and grazed my knee a little bit I now thought, okay, well, I'm not going to do that again because I didn't actually like how that felt. So I've learned from it. And in business, it's been no different. I've learned about how to manage people. I've learned different management styles based on the different people and personalities. I've learned about negotiations. I've learned about sales. I absolutely, even the word sales makes my, even today, <laughs> makes my stomach go funky. You know, I absolutely hate it. Um, but I've had to learn about it. I've had to understand it. And that's by reading. That's by speaking to other people who've done things well before me. And, and but that's part of the greatness of business, the greatness of life. Yeah. You know, it's about your lessons learned and it's about how many times you've got back up. So what sits with you right now with regards to, because actually it's one of my questions. I'm looking through my questions thinking, Diane's reading my notes from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, what's something that you failed at that resonates with you right now that you can share with people to learn so they can learn from um, it? Um, I, I tell you what, I, and I still continue to fail in this really, and I'm working at it. I really, really am is I am a perfectionist. Uh-huh. But I have to learn that sometimes you have to know when to let it go and that being perfect. So I speak for a living. I speak all over the place and I've spoken in front of 10,000 people, lots of really big groups. Um, but I actually am in my next phase of speaking and I want to do some bigger and bigger things. And because this year I, I, I haven't got my speech perfect and what I want to say perfect, I have turned down stuff. Oh, OK. But how ridiculous is that? I'm actually failing myself because by the I should have really taken on these additional speaking engagements to practice and learn and make mistakes to fine tune my craft. But because I'm such a perfectionist, I've not allowed myself that opportunity to do that. And that's something that I have always, even from school, have really grappled you know and I, I'm getting a lot better but I've still got some way to go that it's not about being perfect and you know what a lot of times it's just about being you yeah 100% that's what, that's what people relate relate with it's about you but one of the things that I would say I've done is about um because I suppose I am skilled in a different areas Sometimes um, it's about really trying to, what should I say, fine tune my different brands. Remember I said before, sometimes your brands can be so simultaneous with each other that it can be confusing because my objectives and some of my objectives and key things I want to do for my business are not the same that I want to do 
with my personal brand. Right, okay. You know, so yep. it's about, so what I've done recently, because I realised that I just kept hitting my head against a brick wall, I went, and even though I'm a marketeer, I employed a consultant to come in and literally dissect my brand. And it was saying, my personal brand, and it was saying, no, that's not your target audience. Sorry, no, that's not your target audience. And I really had to do some, let's call it decluttering. Okay. And it, and it was difficult. So I'm yeah, like, oh, no, 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 but I think that is my, well, no, how many different demographics are you going to serve? It's impossible. Yeah. Stop getting confused with what your business and your personal brand are doing. And sometimes when you're so close to something, you can't see it. Absolutely right. And this is something that I was going to ask you about. You know, when you're doing, um, when you're looking at that, mm-hmm. or when you were looking at that, how, how did that make you feel? Because I'm very much that, you know, I'm very precious over the brand of Big Daddy. And I'm very, and I know that no one can be, deliver it like me. Now, people with that people think that i am big daddy and that i've never claimed to be the the persona of big daddy because actually the business is named after my dad mm. who and it was the relationship that i had with him and how the business evolved very very quickly that actually the way i look at big daddy is that very much like my dad did we come in we put our arm around you and we take the pain away see and i love that and because and it's so that, relatable it is. That's what my because my, my dad was my stepdad. He, he brought me up from the age of eight years old. Uh, my uh, well, a bit younger than that. My dad, my, my real dad died of cancer when I was eight. And George came in just before then. And, and literally, although we have we fought like cat and dog, we had the typical, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> steps done, step, stepdad um, relationship and this that and the other. Uh, I, I kind of woke up when I was about 15 years old and I was like, oh, I, I've turned into a different person. I remember walking to the kitchen. It was really, really bright. And dad was there. And me, my mum, my dad, we just got on like a house on fire. And I, when I moved away, uh, he was the one who was, you know, still in touch with me. Uh, he was the he was my one constant. So that when the business idea started to come across and I was given the literally uh, the name of the business fell into the back of the car from the sky. And that's how it felt. I turned around looking for it. And I've told a lot of people this story. I drove around the city trying to work out what it was. And a guy I spoke to at the school show a few weeks ago, he said, so you were given your business by an angel. I was like, wow. And it's really funny how when people talk about getting somebody in, you know, I'm working with a friend of mine called Lindsay Boyd. And I'm I'm looking at my personal brand and the business brand because, you know, touched on it a little bit earlier is that we want to very much like you you've got you're working with businesses who have sort of a social vision um we we only want to work with businesses who actually have a purpose or if they don't have a purpose that they want to build a purpose through their business so basically stripping it back and going back to their roots because a lot of people like you say uh, up until recently it's just been a business to make money yes yes and that and that's and that's very true Mm -hmm. so how 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 was that experience of getting somebody in and and, and, and i suppose stripping everything back and just like this is diane raw no it was it was tough because what i did and funny enough it's now an arm to what i do with my personal brand and it's a service i offer so what i did even before this time i have i have i had seven people who like you I'd met through business but had become friends yeah Yeah. all in different areas and you know what I did oh my god all I can tell you I don't know I'm tough girl yeah yeah what I did I said to them and this is when I was going for a real transition about what to do next to become more of a social cause type agency yeah Whereas before I looked after celebrities, all this kind of stuff. And I just thought, God, it's so boring just making them money and becoming more famous. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe it's because I maybe it's because I just got older and I thought, you know what? What is a bit like you? What is your purpose? Yeah. You know, what do you want to be remembered for when you you left? Oh, I got more likes on my Instagram page. No, it's that I affected and helped to make a change or do something. Yep. Anyway. 
so I got a, I got somebody in to kind of be the uh, let's say the narrative that should be the narrative but I got one of my good friends is good in in websites yeah someone who's a really good business corporate person someone who's a good fantastic designer so let's say there were seven different elements of my business my speaking all this yeah yep I asked them all would they come and do a critique they said okay so I sent them out a pack it was all very done professionally I hired a room in a hotel um I put on lunch I sent them packages ahead like at the time I had a C audio, audio CD um all my all my marketing collateral everything I put packaged and I sent out to each and every them so they could read up beforehand and they literally then came went through everything and stripped it critic positive criticism like this is not you this is not that and i sat there and some of it was oh that hurt you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> that hurt but you know what it's the, the best thing i've ever done excellent because when you do that the people they were telling me you know being critical because they want growth yeah they knew my potential and by me actually reaching that potential means sometimes you take a few pokes and sometimes you need to open up your eyes and think actually that isn't that great like one person said why would you have picked these colors it's just awful it's not you they're not warm they're not inviting you might spend lots of money doing this yeah but it's not you and it doesn't represent what you want to do or mm. what you want and it was tough you think they criticized every area of my business but what i came out with that so i had someone who is there taking notes putting everything together in a document i had an amazing document that i could go away and made sure that that ship that i was next about to sell yeah. was in you know total good working order fantastic and to the out of that kind of that other people have asked me to come and run those sessions for them ah do you, do you know Diane it's it's really it's almost it's almost spooky because <laughs> i did something similar at the start of the year and i just want to share this with 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 the audience in the fact that you know you've picked a team of people who have had uh, a vested interest in you over a period of years mm-hmm. um i did it similar but in a different way so i i went the other way to my audience and i and in my facebook group t with steve who, who people have worked with literally since since day one and up until like two weeks well at the time two weeks before i sent it out i wanted a varied um degree of what people thought and knew of me so i actually did almost like a questionnaire really i asked Mm. questions around what did they see the my values were and how did they how would they describe me we put this questionnaire together and sent it out and i got 50 responses and what we did was sat down it was very very you know i I said to them you've got complete you know you've got complete um sort of how do i explain it just go to town You've They've got, got you have complete authority. Just, yeah, just, just tell you how it is. <laughs> complete. You've got complete, complete permission if you want to slate me. I don't care, but I need to know so that I can grow for the benefit of the group and the people around me and who I serve. And, and that's where, when you said earlier about authenticity, um, the three, the three sort of main key drivers that came from that were the words authenticity, impact, and growth. And I looked at how they could work in as part of what we do and, and i really had a good look at myself and there that now our brand values 
we ensure that if I am authentic and I can teach others to be authentic, then they will connect with the right people. They will have the right relationships. They'll have the right cups of tea with the right people they're going to do business with. If what through being authentic, we can have an impact on them and then they can then go and have an impact on the world, then we will help either those people um, or their audience to grow. And as a result of that, the residual, I suppose, income type thing is that we grow. And and it was really interesting at how we've, you know, we're changing then how we how we work with businesses and what businesses we work with. So then we, you know, we decided actually we get huge benefit out of working with purpose led businesses. Originally, I thought it was because I had such a good connection with businesses who were family businesses. I thought it must be that. And I was trying to work it out by myself. But when I put mm. it out there to the world and got other people's feedback, and it's like you say earlier on, you know, delegate stuff. Even if it is to do with you very personally, if you can delegate some of that information or that sorry that that those tasks to get the information back, it, it gives you a, a massive perspective, doesn't it? And also it's about it's like when people say networking, oh I've cringe. and it's not because because networking in itself it's good that is good but I always say to people it's about being mutually beneficial yes but a lot of the times I go to a networking event or I should say used to I don't do it anymore it's take 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 and some things are not always about money I might decide okay Stephen let you and I work together and maybe actually money doesn't actually exchange maybe it's um what we exchange is our skills or it could be our advice do you know what I mean whatever it is I think people need to be very clear I've worked on some projects and not got a penny because that's not what I needed to get from that I, I agree I agree there's a lot of people I mean I call it there has to be a mutual exchange of energy definitely and and that's and that's what i say what it comes about people will always buy from people 100 percent. i don't think that, that they it, like it, and they connect with and have some sort of joint whatever that is what happens and that's you know i don't think that's ever going to change with all you know a i know you know people think i laugh and i say with ai and all these great stuff don't get me wrong i love to see technology and the way it's evolving even though it's frightening the, the rate it is for me yeah. i'm like oh you know but with all of ai and all of these great stuff to make our work, work lives more easier and quicker and faster and convenient i will still buy from people 100 percent. My, my my line is that no robot will ever make a buying decision never so it why really, it won't happen <laughs> yeah so so why are we driving things that way and it's even when you say about the, the how people you know we want things to run quicker and faster and smoother i'm like why because actually slow is good i think well i tell you what my mum told me and it's still correct up to this day and funny i had this conversation two days ago and i do a lot of work with young people because you know and it sounds a bit cliche but they are the future yeah and um but they will all of my young people say to you oh you know auntie she just calls us the microwave and i say them they're the microwave generation Ping! everything is instant they want now they want the big salary they want the big house they want if you send an email, they want an answer in seconds. If you send a WhatsApp, they want it replied to in seconds. Everything yep. is the now. I call it the ping, 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 ping generation where I was raised by deterred gratification. Okay. Tell me about that. Now, deterred gratification is you do the slogging, you do the hard work and, you know, it will be deterred. It will come. The gratification the what you need is going to come. But it's the process. It's as we would call it's the journey. It's not the destination. Yeah. It's all the things along the line until you get that total gratification of all what you've done and worked for then pays off. But that does not happen in a ping. It truly doesn't. It's a process. And I say, you know, I say to everybody, enjoy the journey. Yeah. That's where you do your learning. That's where you do your falling. That's where you do my, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. 
you know, all of that is the bit what makes it great. It's what makes it great. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And it really resonates with me because I was only having a conversation um, the other day and it was about, you know, I was a police officer. My whole dream was just to be a police officer. I wasn't worried about rank. It was, I want to be a police officer. And I joined and I, and then all of a sudden I had, Oh, got a nice house. Oh, driving a nice car. Oh, I've got the three, you know, the 2.4 children family. And then it was like, okay, but now what, but now what? Because I, I got to this, what I thought was my point. And it was then when I realized actually, I was two years in service and I was counting down for my retirement in 28 years when I could start my life again. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And then it took me the next seven to eight years to get out of the police because I was worried about my family and them Mm. having this, they had all this security that I got through joining the police and, you know, worked the savings up and this, that and the other when actually I hated doing what I was doing because it wasn't my purpose. You know, I love the, the fact of being a police officer. But what I've done now is I've taken all of those transferable skills. And even with my clients now, you know, when they're replying to a comment on social media, they're like, yeah, thanks very much. I'm like, you've just killed the conversation because you don't know actually how to have a conversation with somebody online. You know, if someone's put a comment on your post, why have you not considered answering it with an open question? You know, using and I've just taken all of these skills from when I was doing my interviewing um, courses and everything. Like you say about doing courses, I had opportunity to do all these courses in the police, and I brought these transferable skills out into the world. Um, and when people say, oh, "How you? How have you done it? How have you built a personal brand?" You know, what what do you post? It's not about how you post; it's how you communicate. It's how you talk. It's how you, and it's all about. It's very much people think that PR is dead, and I really don't think it is because PR is communication. It's talking. It's it's building relationships. But people, like you say, they the the microwave generation want it in an instant. Oh no, because, they really do. And <laughs> because they're not, and it's not. And people say that young people now are um are not what's the word i'm looking for oh there's a word i'm looking for diane what am i looking for i don't know <laughs> i just say that they're not as i personally just think and i don't mean i work with some amazing young people but as a as a whole they're not resilient at right. all they really are not because in a way they have things a lot easier the technology and everything like that but there's certain things i remember i said to everybody i remember when i first did some work experience with marketing week one of the biggest publications and i don't i i I was i'm not a londoner i was born you know out there in the country and i had to they didn't pay me a salary they didn't pay me anything they paid me lunch money and travel i did that for six months but i'm telling you still to date what i learned in those six months has it's been priceless do you know what I mean? Absolutely priceless. There's things and things that I know now I still use based on that solid foundation of training I got in that six, in that six months. And as I said, you know, coming full circle about remember why you started. Yeah. For me, you asked me a question and this would be something that I would definitely kind of more conclude with is what would I say to my younger self? Yeah. I would obviously say, what would I and it might sound morbid but after I'm gone because unfortunately tax and death are are a guarantee tax and death is a guarantee is what would I want to be written about me what would I want to be written on my headstone what would I want my do you know what I mean it's things like that to me and the one thing I can say you know um people who know me I lost my mum really suddenly and she was very good at what she did but she's she em, she really embeds everything that we've talked about about authenticity purpose and she really went out to do what she could for her community so that everybody together would benefit and my, but my mom wasn't like me talking in public would be her biggest nightmare that would be like oh my god you know and and we went to um, a funeral a week before, unfortunately, she, 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 she died. And she said, I wonder what people would say t- about me after I'm gone and who would attend? Because to me, that is really your measurement of how you've lived your life in business and as a person. 
And all I can say to people is nobody will talk about the car you drove, the house you lived in, how qualified or how many letters you've got after your name. What people will talk about is the impact you had on them. Yeah. Now, my mum's funeral had 2000 people. Wow. And for me, that is legacy. legacy. So for me in my business, it's about what legacy do I want to leave? What do I want to be remembered for? And all I can say to people, I wanted them to say is that she tried. She tried. She gave it a go. And she impacted me. And to me, if if you can get that, you've won. You're winning. Every day you're winning. Because it's about, you know, that saying, it's not people will, will forget what you said, forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And in our business, that's what we're doing. We are hopefully leaving something where people can go away and say, do you know what, Steve? You made me feel X. Diane, you made me feel, I went away feeling inspired, empowered, you know, whatever it is. And to me, remember why you started. And that's what you want. You want people to go away and say that this business, whatever it is, and yes, we know that they're functional, but it's that business had this impact on me. That individual had this impact on me. And to me, that's when you've won, you know, and that's a full lessons learned, many of them, <laughs> lessons learned. But, you know, and it comes down to the basic, treat people how you want to be treated. Yeah. I, I love it. <clears throat> I love it. And what I'm taking from this, you know, I've written some notes, Diane, and the, the key things for me are the first thing you said is, and I, and I suppose really I'm doing, I'm doing the summary for you. You know, your key <laughs> takeaways are what I'm taking away from this. And I'm sure the rest of the listeners will is remember why you started, mm. be completely authentic mm-hmm. and you will be known for the impact that you leave with people, leave people with. It, it, it's so true. And also with my Abba hat on is, Really look after your mental health. Look after your mental health. Look after your physical health. Because, you know, when I started my business, I was healthy. You know, 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with lupus. And some days I can't even get out of bed, let alone anything else. Yeah. But you know what? It, again, gives me a different type of purpose. Okay. You know, a different type of purpose. But what I have to do is manage also my mental health and my physical health because too many people I know in business are isolated um, or having burnout and all these things that are really huge and can impact us so do you know what yeah remember why you started but also remember yourself remember yourself I love that I love that. So what what does the what does the future hold for Diane who's remember who's looking after herself then? What's what, you know what's coming what? up in 2020? I um yeah, I I really for me in 2020 it's going to be um a very different me is I'm taking some time out, but I'm also going to take on very few stuff, but the few things that I do take on will have the impact I want. So I'm doing a lot more work in the speaking field and I have my book that comes out next year that's called All About Me and I talk about let's look at that differently. All About Me is about if you're not whole whole yourself, if you're not happy and whole, you're no good to anyone else. So let's look at that that whole sentence all about me all about you differently and I've written it in a part biography so I'll talk about some some of my learnings experiences a bit like I'm talking about you to to you today and your audience Um, and then I have lessons learnt so I'll pick out from that what were my lessons I learned and then I have because I haven't written it as a psychologist or anything like that. But then at the end, I have kind of exercises that hopefully will help you if you come through that circumstance again. And it's I talk about personal experiences and business experiences that hopefully somebody will read and think, oh, my God, I know this. I've been there. I've talked about my lessons and been quite honest about some of my 
if you want to call them failings, but things that I've learned from them. And then there's some exercises that you can practically go away and hopefully go on to do bigger and better things. So I'll be doing a lot of that, promoting that next year, my book. Excellent. So does that mean you're going to come back on the podcast then, Diane? Yeah, definitely. And, <laughs> and send you, you'll, you'll be one of the people to get a copy in the post. <laughs> Superb. So I'm really looking forward to it because that sounds like my type of book as well. I like things that you can read. You can you can get a bit about the, the author from and you've got some action points to take away. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I, I love the idea of it and the fact that it's, you know, I get to learn a bit more about Diane. <laughs> 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 Diane. Thank you ever so much for coming on the podcast. Where can any everybody who wants to learn more about you, where can they find you? Well, okay, so if you want to if you want to be uplifted, inspired, um, come to my personal brand and which is www.diane, which is about D I A H A N N E R H I N E Y dot com. So that's dianryany.com. Um, and please, you know, book in with me and I'll be happy to talk you through anything that, you know, you may be going through. So that's my personal brand. My company brand is called Naked Truth PR. So that's www.naked, N-A-K-E-D, truth, and PR.com. And you'll see straight away from our website, we, we're about a social course. So if you've got a social message, let's say your business does something that's like could be an accountant, but I've, I've got an accountant who actually does a lot of work in the community as part of her business so yeah those are the type of things we want to know what are you doing to give back to the community um and what is your key message whether as an individual or a business so yeah and you know the normal the social media handles (laughs) because otherwise Stephen would absolutely when we finish this call would definitely come back to me and say uh and and that's at Diane D-I-A-H-A-N-N-E-U-K so that's most of most of mine are Diane Diane UK D-I-A-H-A-N-N-E and I will ensure that all of that is put in the show notes and then when we release this episode that we PR it within an inch of its life as well (laughs) yeah there you go there you go but you know what all I can say to the people listening when I say to you and I, I don't do this often I do not give many recommendations at all um, but Stephen is not just good at what he does. He actually is a lovely person. And that's what I love about him. He really is authentic in his delivery. And we, we're not just connected now as friends because of business. He truly cares about where you're going. And if that's via social media, and that's how we can help you. So I would say to anybody out there, if you're looking for somebody in social media or just want to have an impact, Big Daddy PR is the place to go. <laughs> so you're making me go woolly now because it's like, you know, when you said you said earlier, and I really, really appreciate that because, you know, recommendations are, are amazing. But it's yeah we don't like to hear nice things about ourselves do we (laughs) that's still weird but you know what what? i would say go into 2020 you know what give yourself such a clap because six years is an achievement and and i think the reason why you've lasted six years and will last for many more is because that you really care about your clients and you give your the great service that you do so you know but i would like to say to everybody out there you know festive greetings um and you know what just do it whatever it is just do it awesome diane thank you ever so much you've been epic i have learned so much and i can't wait to go back and listen to this now and start typing notes up and get it ready (laughs) Um, and for everyone for yourself and everyone that's going to be listening as well i'm going to be doing a, a collective um, brand launch of the podcast all being well touching lots of wood on the 1st of january so your one of your your, your episode will be going out as one of those oh i can't wait i you know what you know when you just don't want to hear yourself you're like oh god really <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it diane it's been an absolute pleasure and um have an amazing christmas an amazing new year and please do look after yourself and i cannot wait to um, get a copy of this book of yours and get you back on the podcast and let's, let's and let's have another coffee in, or actually yeah, yes tea with Steve in 2020 all right then you take care have a good one take care thanks ever so much bye, bye.
Wow, what an episode that was with the lovely Diane Riley. It's great to catch up with Diane. Every time I speak with Diane, I just take tons from it. And let's remember her key takeaways. Be authentic, have integrity, and remember where you started. So my friends, over to you. Let's take action. So my friends, remember to take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Instagram stories and your tweets at Mr. Steve Thompson. And don't forget to use the hashtag TWSTEE. Also, let me know where you're tuning in from. We want to know how far across this planet we are impacting a billion lives. Let me know how this episode has had an impact on you. If you haven't already, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave me a rating and review on iTunes because it really does help us to reach more people so we can help them build their heart brand and build the business of them. Enjoy the rest of your week. It is full of opportunities. Remember, be authentic, have an impact and continue to grow. Take care, my friends. I'll see you on the next episode.